Blog Talk Radio. Family that is suffering from lupus. This show 
is dedicated to all those individuals, all my listeners. Just remember this show is to help you become more informed and educated about the various health issues that face us every single day, whether it be mental health, addiction, nutritional issues, medical conditions. We want to talk about weight loss, wellness, inspiration, personal achievement, anything you can think of we talk about here. And my goal is to educate, motivate, inspire all of you, the listeners, to become champions of life with success and good health. And I thank you for showing up today. And, and today, as every show, it's live. So if you're listening right now, you can call in the show at any time at 516-418-5979. That's, again, 516-418-5979. You can always, and you can also follow my show on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. Once again, www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. You can follow my show. And again, follow me on Twitter and the other platforms. So today we're talking about lupus. Uh, it's definitely an issue that some people may not know, a condition that some people may not know about. So one of the reasons I brought this topic today is I don't think lupus gets enough information out there, possibly a lot of word out to people. So hopefully this broadcast you can share with other people once you've heard it and let them know about lupus. So hopefully information today is helpful, and it comes from lupus.org um, website. So let's talk about lupus. What is lupus? You may be asking right now as you're listening. And lupus is a chronic autoimmune disease that can damage any part of the body, and that can be skin, your joints, and, of course, your organs. Now, the word chronic, as we're talking about here, uh, means that the signs and symptoms tend to be longer than six weeks and often more for many years. So in looking at that condition, this is pretty chronic. It's pretty serious. In lupus, something actually goes wrong with the person's immune system, which is based upon the part of the body that fights off viruses, bacteria, and germs. So any foreign invader that comes to our body that normally would be attack our immune system and produces protein called antibodies that protects the bodies from these invaders. So autoimmunity means your immune system cannot tell the difference between these foreign invaders and your body's health tissues. So as a result, it creates autoantibodies that attack and destroy your healthiest tissues. Antibodies can cause inflammation, pain, and damage to the various parts of your body. Now, additional facts about lupus that you may not know and should know. Lupus is not a contagious condition, and it's not even given to you through sexual contact. You cannot catch lupus from someone or give lupus to someone. Lupus is not like or related to cancer. Cancer is a condition of malignancy, abnormal tissues that grow rapidly and spread into the surrounding tissues. Now, lupus is considered to be an immune, autoimmune disease and as, as described above. Now, however, the treatments for lupus may include immunosuppressant drugs that are also used in chemotherapy. Lupus is not like or related to HIV, which is called human immune deficiency virus or AIDS, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. In HIV or AIDS, the immune system is underactive, and in lupus, the immune system is what we call overactive. So the main difference between HIV and AIDS is that that immune system issue is underactive, and in lupus, like we just said, the immune system is overactive. 
Now, lupus can range from mild to life-threatening and should always be treated by a professional, a doctor. Now, with good medical care, most people with lupus can live a fruitful and full life. Now, it says in lupus.org, more than 16,000 new cases of lupus are reported annually across the country. And the research that lupus has found is in that foundation is that research estimates that at least 1.5 million Americans have this condition called lupus. The actual number may be higher, and however, there have been uh, no large-scale studies to show actual number of people in the U.S. living with lupus. It is believed that about 5 million people throughout the world have condition lupus. Lupus strikes mostly women of childbearing age. However, men, children, and teenagers develop lupus also. Most people with lupus develop the disease between the ages of 15 and 44. That's once again, they developed the disease between ages 15 and 44. Now, women of color are two or three times more likely to develop lupus than Caucasians. People of all races and ethnic groups also can develop this condition called lupus. Now, if we look at it further, we look at understanding lupus a little bit more. Now, let's look at the common symptoms of lupus. Now, because lupus can affect different organs, there's a wide range of signs and symptoms that can occur. And the most common symptoms of lupus, which are the same for women and men, are the following, as noted by the lupus.org foundation, great foundation, great website. Extreme fatigue and tiredness, headaches, painful or swollen joints, predisposition of fevers, anemia, low numbers of red blood cells or hemoglobin or low total blood volume, swelling, which is another condition, edemia, in your feet, legs, hands, and around the eyes, pain in the chest or on deep breathing, which is considered pleurisy. Now, I had pleurisy. It's not something that, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty rough. Uh, Butterfly-shaped rashes across the cheeks and nose. Sun or light sensitivity, which is also called photosensitivity. Uh, hair loss. Abnormal blood clotting. I have that issue, but don't have lupus. Fingers turning white and are blue when, called, uh, when cold. And this is called Raynaud's phenomenon. Mouth or nose ulcers. So many of these symptoms occur in other illnesses. And in fact, lupus is sometimes called the great in- imitator. Because its symptoms are often like symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis, and blood disorders, fibromyalgia, diabetes, thyroid problems, Lyme disease, and a number of heart, lung, muscle, and bone diseases. Now, some of those symptoms that I've already identified are some of the symptoms that I have, but I have a heart condition, so that has similarities there. Okay. Now, the other thing I want to talk to you about with lupus is What causes lupus? You might be asking yourself, what causes lupus? Well, let's see what they say here. Many scientists believe that lupus to a combination of factors, both inside and outside the body, which include hormones, genetics, and environment. Now, the hormones are the body's messengers. They regulate many of the body's functions because nine of every ten occurrences of lupus are in females. Researchers have locked at the relationship between Estrogen and lupus, so estrogen and lupus. Now, while men and women both produce estrogen, its production is much greater in females, as you know. Many women have more lupus symptoms before menstrual periods and or during pregnancy when estrogen production is very high. This indicates that estrogen 
can regulate the severity of lupus. Now, however, no causal effects have been proven between estrogen or other hormones. And lupus, and studies of women with lupus taking estrogen in, in either birth control pills or as postmenopausal therapy have shown no increase in significant disease activity. Researchers are now focusing on possible differences between men and women beyond hormonal levels, which accounts for the why women are more prone to lupus and other immune autoimmune diseases. Now, the genetics. Researchers have now identified more than 50 genes which they associate with, with lupus. These genes are more commonly seen in people with lupus than those without the disease. And while most of these genes have been shown directly cause lupus, they are believed to contribute to it. In most cases, genes are not enough, and especially evident with twins who raised in the same environment have the same inherited features, yet only one develops lupus. Although when which when, when one of the two identical twins has lupus, there's an increased chance that the other twin also develops the disease. And that's 30% chance for identical twins and 5 to 10% chance for fraternal twins. So lupus can develop in people with no family history of it and, but are likely to, be, likely to be other autoimmune diseases in some family members. Certain ethnic groups, people of African, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, Native American, Native Hawaiian or Pacific Island descent have greater risk of developing lupus, which may be related to genes that they have in common. Now, the environmental factors. Most researchers today think that the environmental factors, such as virus or possible chemical randomly encountered by a genetically susceptible individual, acts to trigger the disease. Researchers have not identified a specific environmental agent or factor, and yet, but the hypothesis will remain likely to be uh, that occurrence. While the environmental elements that can trigger lupus can cause flares and, and are fully, and they're not fully known, the most commonly cited are ultraviolet and ultraviolet B, which is infections including the effects of the Epstein-Barr virus and exposure to silica dust in agricultural or industrial settings. Other examples of potential environmental triggers include ultraviolet lays from the sun and all fluorescent light bulbs, sulfur drugs, sun-sensitizing tetracycline drugs such as minocycline or minocin, penicillin and other antibiotic drugs such as amoxicillin, infection, colds or virus, viral illnesses, exhaustion, emotional stress such as divorce, illness, death in the family or other life complications, anything else that causes a stressed body such as surgery, physical harm, injury, pregnancy or giving birth. So, Right now, I want you to hear a public service announcement of a gentleman that you probably already know, Nick Cannon. In just a few minutes, he's going to talk about his life with lupus, his, his ability to deal with the day-to-day activities of lupus. And just so you know, as you're listening, have you ever heard of the person, Selena Gomez? You might have heard of her from, if you have kids, she was on TV shows and she's a famous singer right now. She also has lupus and is fighting the cause right now as we speak. She puts a lot of money of her hard-earned earnings into that organization and tries to help people learn a little bit more about lupus and get the word out because a lot of people don't know. So right now, take a listen to Nick Cannon as he talks about his life living with lupus. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this condition, and we'll call it a day. And, again, if you want to call, you're, you're listening to Getting Healthy, you can call at 516-418-5979, 516 Five nine seven nine. 
I take my testimony, or I take my test and turn it into a testimony, uh, ultimately. And I, I, I say it's one of those things where it's made me stronger. Uh, it's definitely, I feel like I'm in better shape, better health than I've ever been before because it's allowed me to pay attention and focus more on my health and, and I'm making that a number one priority. And at the same time, I say I have lupus, but lupus doesn't have me. So uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that want to wave the flag and say, hey, you can win this fight. Advice that I would give uh, to anyone with this condition would be just to take it one day at a time. Uh, some days are harder than others, but uh, just to persevere, fight through it, uh, and, and make sure you do everything that your doctor tells you to do. <laughs> There's many things that I would love for people to know and understand about lupus, but ultimately, like that, uh, it's not over uh, when you when you hear it when you. Uh, know someone who has it. It's it's something that, you know, you can definitely get through and you can win um, with any condition when you hear when you're not knowledgeable of it. Uh, not only yourself but the people around you uh, can can get filled with fear. But it's probably more the the more you know about it, the more you can understand it, and the more that those fears go away. It's important to spread awareness uh, about lupus for a few reasons. I mean, mainly, you know, the the more awareness, then the more people are familiar with the, the disease, and uh, a lot of uh, the the misconceptions uh, about lupus uh, can be cleared up. But then, even more importantly, when you create awareness, you uh, can also raise the proper funds uh, for more research and better medicine and everything from uh, getting everyone to understand that we are looking for a cure ultimately. So it's everything from clinical trials to so many things that when you teach people and, and allow them to be aware about uh, lupus, it helps further that mission. I believe the public can do a few things to raise awareness. Obviously, the more uh, research you can learn about uh, lupus online, uh, but then at the same time, it's, it's events like this, like the walks and different things that you can continue to support, uh, whether virally or in your own community. The beauty of being a part of any kind of community uh, is the where you feel like you have, you're not alone, obviously, uh, and you have someone that's there for you. But when uh, you can see uh, several people going through the same thing that you're going through, it, it's inspiring, uh, it's uplifting, and if anything, it's encouraging. So the the more people that can stand up and say, I have lupus or I'm in the fight with you, uh, it just makes you feel like you can go one day strong. Okay, you're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impact of People's Lives, Lock Talk Radio Program. And today's episode, we're talking live right now about what is lupus. And you just heard Nick Cannon talk exclusively about his life with lupus and things that we need to do. We need to get the word out. We need to let people know what lupus is all about. And my heart goes out to him and Selena Gomez and all of you that might be listening that are suffering from this condition. I hope you get better and I hope you get healed uh, in your future. So we need to get the word out. So if you're listening right now, I hope you get a chance to go to uh, www.lupus.org. You know, look about Nick Cannon's life, Selena Gomez, see what they're doing. Check them out on Twitter all these different places that they're on the social platforms, see what they're doing about fighting this uh, terrible condition. So I hope today you got a little sense about what lupus is and how it attacks people. So right now I want to talk to you about what do doctors look for 
when they're trying to confirm a diagnosis for this condition. So now, to help diagnose lupus, the list of 11 common criteria or measures that a doctor uses was developed by the American College of Rheumatology. And ACR is a professional association of rheumatologists. Now, rheumatologists are doctors who specialize in treating diseases of joints and muscles like lupus. If you have at least four of these criteria on the list, either at the present time or at some time in the past, there's a strong chance that you have lupus. But, of course, besides reading this, you definitely want to talk to a doctor. Don't just assume. Never assume that you have a condition until you've actually spoken to a medical doctor. Let me repeat that again. Just because you read something doesn't mean that you have that condition because you don't know all the specifics of that condition. So I would definitely take a word of caution out there if you're listening. Is definitely have somebody seek your uh, condition and see what it's all about. So one of the things is there's something called a mallard rash, and it's a rash over the cheeks and nose, often in the shape of butterfly. Number two, something called discoid rash. It's a rash that appears in red, raised, disc-shaped patches. Number three, photosensitivity, a rash in the sunlight that causes a skin rash to appear or get worse. Oral ulcers, uh, sores appearing in the mouth. Number five, arthritis, joint pain and swelling of two more joints in which bones around the joints do not become destroyed. Six, cirrhositis, inflammation of the lining around the lungs or pleuritis or inflammation of the lining around the heart that causes chest pain, which is worse with deep breathing called pericarditis. Number seven, kidney disorder. Persistent protein or cellular cast in the urine. Number eight, neurological disorder, seizures or psychosis. Number nine, blood disorder, anemia, low red blood cell count, leukopenia, low white blood cell count, lymphopenia, low level of specific white blood cells, or thrombocytopenia, low platelet count. Number 10, immunologic, anti-DNA or anti-SM or positive, antiphospholipid antibodies. And number 11, abnormal anti-nuclear antibodies. So that's just some of the things that a doctor will do to see if you have lupus. Now, you might say, look at what are some of the things that I have to do while I live with lupus. Well, let's talk about that before we go today. And now, managing the impact of lupus on your family. Well, communication, understanding the emotions, and parenting children with lupus. All these are challenges that are going to be facing you uh, in that situation. So you definitely want to talk to a professional, and there's also support groups on lupus.org that you could talk to to help, help you with those issues. So today, folks, I hope you've had a wonderful time learning about this condition that you may have not known about. And again, lupus is a condition we can live with and we can coexist with, coexist with. So it's important that you identify what are some of your symptoms and get to a professional as things change. So today has is, uh, been a great day. Hopefully information for you has been awesome. So remember to check out this show every single Saturday, 1130 to 12, where we talk about a different topic each week. If you have any ideas for a future topic in our shows and broadcasts, feel free to reach me at bruise at comcast.net. You can check me out at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube page. Make sure you follow my iTunes with this show, Getting Healthy Today. You can follow me there. You can also follow me at Block Talk Radio, where you go www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash Getting Healthy Today. And again, I, I appreciate all of you listening today. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And, again, remember, if you live with lupus or you know someone lives with lupus, keep fighting, keep getting the word out, 
And remember to check out Nick Cannon and Selene Gomez, all the efforts they're making to make lupus known around the world. Okay? I also dedicate this show to them and, again, all the people out there that are suffering from this condition. It's been a pleasure talking to all of you today, and hope to, see you on the next, hope to hear you on the next broadcast. Take care, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.